0: You are listening to the PBL Podcast Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. All right, and once again, you have found yourself at the PBL Podcast Politics and Brown Liquor. Of course, I'm here with my trusted canine co-host, Woody. Woody, how you doing? Woof, Woody, that's right. We have a guest today. We have a very special guest, Jenny Kirby. How are you doing today?
1: Good,
0: how are you? Excellent. Well, let me tell everyone a little bit about you and how we came to be on this show together, and then we'll start from there. Uh, okay. Jenny is a graduate of Southern New Hampshire University. You hold a Bachelor's of Art degree in history, and as I read your bio, you're about to graduate with a master's. Is that correct?
1: That's right.
0: In May? is In May. Wow, That's right. congratulations. That's a lot of Thank work, you. a lot of dedication. You should be very proud of A lot of, of work you, and dedication. Yep. You know? <laughs> Now, it says here you specialize in American culture, religion, government, military, and environmental changes, and that you plan on teaching history once you graduate and also pursue your PhD. Is that correct? That's right. All right. Well, at the end of the show, I'll give everybody your links, or I'll let you tell everybody your links is how they can reach out to you, because you have a website, and let me tell everybody a little bit how Jenny and I came about to be talking together, is we are both on Twitter. And if anyone is um, paying attention to Twitter, they've got the purge going on right now. So there are a lot of people out there reconnecting. And through all of this, Jenny, that's how you and I connected on Twitter because there were so many people being purged that I guess the dust settled there. we connected with each other. And then I, I looked at your bio and I was That's interested because I love history. I absolutely love history. And you uh a link to your website, uh, JennyKirbyHistory.com. And the quote the, that you put out here that caught me, that made me reach out to you was you wrote January 6, 2020, the day America fell into communist hands. Jenny, tell us about that.
1: Well, as everybody knows, we've been watching the news, and uh, January 6th was six was going to be the the um, the utopia of America by having Trump in and to yep. eliminate all the rhetoric from the left and to promote our you know our uh, our uh, um, conservative views and ideology. Yeah. So when everything went down south I realized that we're seeing a huge movement in American society and culture. Yeah. And we're no longer and we made jokes about this previously about being called deplorables and all this. Yeah. Well now we're seeing after a few days that it's not just being called deplorables, they're actually the left is actually using communist terms um, showing that they really despise us and hate us to the magnitude that they're calling for our genocide
0: yeah and and I've been talking a lot about that on the show so yeah, you're absolutely right
1: yeah and it's the same it's the same things that happen in Nazi Germany and communist Russia Uh, the Antifa movement and the BLM issue and all of a sudden it's like we're going to this switch of we're no longer supporting that either that we're sending troops hundreds and hundreds of troops to dc and to other capitals and you just sit back and wonder is this going to lead to another bloody sunday is this going to lead to another different revolution than what we've never seen in America before. And it won't be a revolution of freedoms. It will be a revolution like you saw in 1917 with uh, Russia, mm. with the Bolshevik movement.
0: So, so, Jenny, tell, tell everybody, how, you know, how, what are the parallels? I know you talked about they're using the same rhetoric. And a lot of what I've been talking about is that they are um, they're vilifying the right and that's desensitizing their, their followers to want to put the right in reeducation camps to want to harm the right take away their livelihood their homes their families and in history and this is this is what really fascinates me most because there are so many parallels that i see and especially from uh, the 30s in germany and the rise of you know the fascist movement antifas because antifa a lot of people don't realize really came out of out of uh, when Mussolini and Hitler took over their respective countries, and the communists were the antifas. But we were talking earlier, and you are saying there really isn't much difference between the fascists
1: and the communists.
0: Can you expound on that a little bit?
1: Yes. Um, going to let's go back to uh, Stalinist Russia. Yeah. Um, if you look at the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks, they're two different radical groups that wanted to override or overthrow the Romanov dynasty, which yeah. was Nicholas II. These two parties clashed, which is what you're seeing now with the Tifa. They're clashing. Mm-hmm. They're not getting along. And then you have this other mo- this odd movement called the Proud Boys. Who are yeah. they and where do they fit in? Yeah. Um, I'm not, they're not really... Part of the violent movement that I'm seeing of BLM and Antifa, yeah, they're not, um, they're not doing the mobs, they're not tumbling down statues, so I'm not really sure where they fit in the spectrum. But with the B- Antifa and the BLM, you can easily say that one is the Malishkovs and one is the Bolishkavs. Mm-hmm. And currently, right now, we voted in a BLM member to Congress and was right. from Missouri. So my theory is that the BLM is going to be our Belichickus. They're going to overthrow Antifa and they're going to become the, the power source behind this communist movement that we're seeing in America.
0: Now wasn't it Lenin who coined the term useful idiots? Yes. Yeah. And which, you know, the question is which side of the useful idiots, or I guess the ones that come out victorious, the other ones were the useful idiots. And then somebody will use them as useful idiots. And it's just a never ending cycle.
1: It is. And when you see the power behind our federal government and they have the control, we saw immediately, immediately we saw the control that they had um, in our media when um, Fox News just really radicalized, like it, it happened I can't remember the date it happened, but it was at one of Trump rallies where um, McCain's wife came out and said that, you know, she was going to vote mm-hmm. and support Biden. Yeah. And then Fox News just came out and was like, we're now we're now the radicals. We're now part of this leftist ideology. Um, so that showed me that the federal government has control of our media. Mm-hmm. They also have control of our social our social platforms.
0: Yeah.
1: This is why you're seeing such a big censorship. This is why you're seeing so many being, um, I, I guess should we say, should say deported off the platforms. Yeah. yeah. And you see so many that are accounts. I mean, I've read one account. Um, there's a, a movement going on in Twitter right now. It's called Trump's army. Mm hmm and uh trump's new army excuse me yeah and if you click on that and you just read the comments there they really hate us and it's an anger and it's a it's a horrible anger it's an anger that is just riddled in in sadism and satanic rhetoric That they just want to rid the world of all conservatives. Well, who are the conservatives? I ask you. Those are your your Jews, your Christians. Mm -hmm. And and so if you replace, and I changed one of the members on Twitter, and I said, if you replace the Republicans with Jews and Christians, this is what you're calling for. And they didn't reply. So my job on Twitter is to show the left who will listen that this is a propaganda agenda to rid the American public of their Christians and Jews and those that that are, you know, that are against the left's movement, we are going to be labeled the subhumans of our society.
0: Yeah, and, and it's funny you mentioned that, because today on Twitter, I was joking around, and that's what I've gone, that's my, my, what I do on Twitter now, because I, I know I'm gonna get banned eventually, so I'm just having fun, and I joke, and I said, when are they going to call for putting yellow stars on our lapels? which is what uh-huh. Nazi Germany did to the Jews right. to identify the Jews. Exactly. And, and I posted this article today. It's titled Leftists Suggest uh, Reeducation Camps, Firing Squads, Banning Talk Radio to Deprogram 75 Million Trump Supporters. It was written by Paul Joseph Watson. And all he did, all he did was just take Twitter comments from people on the left uh uh, like such as like uh let's see here i mean for christ's sakes conservatives are literally giving themselves covid to to just own the lives they're dying in covid wards insisting they don't have covid because it must be a liberal plot this is from david atkins he's one of the most egregious out there i mean he's calling for nuremberg trials he's calling for all of this stuff and and yet they call us the 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 ones that are not, they're calling us Nazis. They're putting this label on them. It's that old rule of thumb. Whatever the left accuses you of doing, they're doing themselves. And it's crazy. And that's,
1: the part of, that's the part of their agenda. If you yeah. look at, if you really study Nazi Germany and communist Russia, this is how it started.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They, they compared Jews in Nazi Germany with the film. I believe was like the forgiven Jew or the unforgiven Jew. I can't remember the name of the film, yeah. but they, this film, they showed rats. And after this flood of rats came through, they showed disordered faces of different uh, Jewish individuals. And they're like, we've got to rid Germany of the Jew. They're, 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 uh, they're the scum. They're yep. the infestation of our yep. society and so they played this film over and over and over and what you have was Auschwitz, Treblinka, mm. Buchenwald and you have mass deportations people were yeah. you know ridden from their homes and you're like okay well oh, that's the that's one of the steps well, so I you look at.
0: I think I don't mean to interrupt but I think the scary thing is what you also had was a german population that did nothing that let it happen because they were so desensitized the jews right. were considered beneath them beneath humanity so if they were eliminated that was a good thing that was because right. a lot of people ask how did hitler do it we're actually witnessing that in our lifetime how he did it by the left dehumanizing the right
1: right so, and so fast how yeah. so quickly the left and start believing the propaganda that we are the evil or the evil people. My question is we're majority of us are Christians and Jews. We're, 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 you know, Protestants, you name it. And, you know, we have some that are their supporters that are, you know, in the gay community and we have supporters that are from, you know, across the spectrum with different ethnic groups. Yeah but the majority of us are Christians and Jews. And when you hear that it's, it's concerning because you see that it has nothing to do with being Republican. It has to do with our religion, our beliefs, our conservative ways. And when they start putting all this propaganda out there, the left just becomes very violent. They're very yeah. violent militant groups, yep. and they're sitting there telling us that we're violent, and they yep. use the excuse, just like Bloody Sunday, to um, to promote their um, their agenda into. To strip our, our, us of our rights while the left keep theirs. Yep. This is why you're hearing terms like, I wrote them down deprogrammed, re education, enlightened camps. Yep. What are we doing? What are we talking about? Do you even know what you're saying?
0: It's crazy. Isn't and
1: it? yes, deprogrammed. Katie Couric quoted yeah. that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is happening in our lifetime.
1: Year what's going on? And then you realize very quickly that it's controlled by the government. Do these, do these uh, individuals really believe what they're saying or is it just because you see so much of it? I see so much on Twitter. It's amazing. I had a professor from, um, from Africa. She's a doctor and she said, socialism is the best of humanity because it's the best thing for humanity because it's, um, it's about social issues and about bridging the gaps of, of um, uh, defranchised people to a higher being. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? And then you realize you go on their profiles and you realize where they're coming from and who they are. And then you realize, okay, you're part of this movement. You're part of the propaganda. You know, are these fake accounts that yeah. we're actually looking at that were created by the left and our federal government? You know, exploiting these these uh, these falsities of our um, of our culture and our society.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 truly frightening that this is happening in our lifetime, right yeah. before our eyes. It really is. I never, it could be I never thought.
1: With our technology and everything, it could be easily be done to create fake accounts, to promote and to target, especially the young and the youth, because guess what? They want to rid of us, of our education, of history. They want to remove that subject entirely. They want to redefine it and reshape it into what they are. And this has been going on for a while. Um, yeah. Jeb Bush in the early 2000s, I believe it was right. Right. When Obama did, uh, was elected for a second term, he stated that they were going to revamp the history books of yeah. uh, public history in their schools. And you read the history book of all revolutionary and military thought. Yeah. Well, that means that every single war would not be spoken of. That means the Revolutionary War is not going to be discussed. That means that you're not going to learn about the Russian revolutions and the German revolutions, the Polish revolutions.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, getting Asia's rid of that war makes with your Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, it makes us ignorant and we're not there to pinpoint this is the reason why it's happening there's the trend here's the patterns yeah. and if you're not taught you're not going to know those trends and patterns you're not going to be able to identify them I,
0: I think what really amazes me too sometimes is these are educated people i mean they're educated they're, with academia they've been through academia right. and yet they're completely ignorant to the cause and effect of history and i think we talked about it uh, uh when we spoke last week that you know, those who fail to uh, understand their history are doomed to repeat it, and we're right. we're witnessing this in just a manner I never thought I would see. I, right before we we uh, recorded this, started recording this today, I was on Twitter debating a leftist. I was called a cultist, and he had nothing of substance. And he actually ca- uh, said that Republicans are the right. The uh, uh, what did he call me? Uh, I think he called me a terrorist, right? Far right terrorist. Um, always starting wars, but never win wars. History proves that. And then I showed him a meme where Trump, President Trump has never started a war. Obama started like, you know, there was like eight on this list that I sent right. him. And he immediately blocked me. He blocked me. He called me a cultist and he blocked me because they're not interested in free speech or free engagement of ideas. You mentioned that you're you, one of the your things you're trying to do on Twitter is educate them. I, you know, Uh, God love you for that, but I don't know if it's possible. It's, I don't know how you get through. I just, Um, I I mock them. It depends on the way
1: you comment. It, it, you have to be really on top of your game. You really have to know what you're talking about. Um, because you're, you're fighting a very powerful entity. You're fighting propaganda. You're fighting facts with facts. Um, even though it's distorted facts, they're still facts because guess what? The media is promoting them as facts. So yeah. in, in these individuals' minds, they're facts. Yeah. So you have to be on top of your game. You really have to know how to get away, uh, to, to get through to them. And by... Saying that by telling them to to remove the Republican because it's all Republicans, Republicans, Republicans. Yeah. Well, yeah. why don't you substitute that word with Jews and Christians and see if that is what you really support? Why don't you question these things? It's because they're not taught to question anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, so, it's a shame. My little girl, it, when I went to school, we had a picture of the president in our classroom yeah. every every school year. My little girl doesn't even know the picture of our president. And I showed her and when I I was asking her, I said, do you know what our president looks like? And she goes, no, well, she's eight. And I said, well, let me pull up a picture for for you. I pulled up a picture for let her her look at it. And she actually pointed out we were watching around Christmas time. We watch Home Alone. We were watching the second one. And Trump came through in that film and she goes, mom, that's the president. How did he get in that TV? And I was like, you know, this is something that we need to really question and we really need to watch out for We have to start promoting um, our rights more. And we really have to really pay attention to what's being fed into our public school system because this common core that was initiated is is part of getting control of the youth and it's getting control of that council culture which is what you're seeing it's because they're not taught our values and they do not i cannot tell you how many peers that i went to school with that didn't even know and never read the constitution how do you get to college without reading the constitution i I don't understand these things
0: at all that you know once i think it was well it's in the communist manifesto is one you take right. over one party take over the media take over academia and uh they've got they've got one party yeah, they obviously have taken over the democrat party uh they've got the media mainstream media is uh, so far in the tank for the left it's it's laughable at this point in time and uh they've got academia It's unfortunate. And now you look what happened with this recent election. You know, we're not going to get into like uh, election fraud on this conversation. But if that happened, uh, then, you know, there'll never be another free election in America. And you look at the... We won't
1: won't even be able to vote the next four years. No, I think,
0: again, we go back to uh, communist Russia. I don't know if it was Lenin or Stalin that said, he says, I'm not... Con- worried about who actually casts the vote I'm more concerned with who's actually counting the votes and I'm paraphrasing I know I'm butchering that quote but this is what we've seen throughout history now the, the scary part Jenny is this this is the, the scary part is how did all of those despot leaders if you will communist countries fascist companies h- look at how they all ended look at what how it all changed how, how what had to happen for it to actually change you had what? 100? Well,
1: America was there making yeah. those changes, yeah. and so now that America has fallen to communis- communism, communism because we're there, folks. Yeah. We're 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 seeing it. it. There's no there's no hiding it now. It, it's
0: yeah. only we'll have like four long. more
1: steps. There's like eight steps to communism, and we're like four of them have already been implemented in our society. Yep. With in the from. Uh, December to January I mean it's 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 fast it's going to go fast it's going to
0: happen fast just
1: like it did not be just like in Nazi Germany and communist Russia so we're already there um the point I'm trying to get at is that we are not who's going to help us out of this? Yeah. Um, America was there for, for Germany. She, well, a good she won World War II. Um, she World war one, one. She um, debatable that she beat um, Russia in the cold war. Yeah. She yeah. was there. So now that she's <clears> fallen <throat> the communism, who, what, who's going to help us? There's a huge movement going on in Europe. People are stepping down. They're resigning. Putin mm-hmm. um, he- came out a few months ago and said that he was, this is going to be his last year and that he formed a parliament and he's done, people don't realize Russia is doing a great, great things. Yeah. Um, they're allowing women to go back to work and work in public, um, public transit jobs. This is not. This hasn't been heard of since ever, and Russia's changing for a more of a more Republican view, mm. um, society, culture, if you will. So, is it going to be Russia that stands mm. up and says, "Okay, we've got to help America now"? We've been here. We've done this. We understand. While we're tearing down statues, Putin is rebuilding the statues. All and tore down
0: now the they're, they're the they're the boogeyman hold on you know, right now the left russia 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 they're the boogeyman they're evil they they completely yeah. ignore china in fact uh, uh um i think we had a conversation you're familiar with parlor right Yes. So Parler got I knocked was,
1: off. I was on Parler. Okay, I was right. on Parler that got, that got <laughs> deleted.
0: <laughs> so Parler got knocked off, and you know, they're, they're saying they're coming back, and now they're getting vilified. I don't know if you've seen this. yet. It's, it's starting to percolate. I saw it percolate today because the servers that they're using, the company that they found to use that would host them, is owned by two Russian guys. So now the left is coming out and saying that Parler is just a, a, a pawn of Putin. That's it. It's like how, how much of a boogeyman can you make this country and you completely ignore China when China was the one that is making the moves because their goal in 2049 is to be the economic superpower, the military superpower. Uh, they, they look in 2049. They have a goal. They've set this goal and they've, they've communicated it to the world that they're going to be on top economically, uh, militarily, socially. Uh, and they're very
1: proud of it. Yeah. They're just, they're like heavily, they're heavily staining this. It, it's interesting because China is the new Russia mm-hmm. and Russia has become the new America.
0: That's fascinating. I haven't really thought of that. That's because you're it, right. I that's a great question. It's
1: transforming into that. It, it, yeah. It's just transforming into this because we're falling to communism. We We're already there. And we have a theory, historians have a theory, it's called the Downward Spiral. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, you can, you can as soon as you identify the Downward Spiral, you can push it back up to where you don't fall. Yeah. I think, and I believe it's too late for America. I think that we're in the middle of the Downward Spiral and we're fixing a crash. All right. And.
0: You mentioned the eight steps. Uh, I'm trying to find them. I know what you're talking about, but I can't. I, I believe right now we are uh, um, independence. We're dependence because there's apathy, then there's dependence, then there's bondage. Okay. And I think we've come out. We're uh, coming out of the tail end of apathy into dependence because if okay. you look at what's going on, you know, COVID-19 was perfect to get us to that step, and then from then we go into bondage, and then from bondage is freedom. And I'm uh, you know and i think right now we're looking at a time in america that if we don't wake up and do something and uh, and that and that something really has to get back that's that's everything so i don't know
1: what i how is going to i mean this has never happened before and i was uh, i have a, a historian friend that i talked to was, he was he grew up in cuba yeah, And I'm like, you know, I said, what's interesting that it's Nazi Germany, Stalinist Russia and communist Cuba did not have was that we have state rights. We have many states that have yes. turned red.
0: Yeah. We
1: have many states that are that prominently said that we are against the left. So how does that fit into the communist spectrum? How are they going to strip state rights? To where the states bow down to the federal government, one of the things that they're gonna do is to sh- strip the states from their federal aid.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, that's been we'll the, uh, federal a aid. That's for the first you. step. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. That would be the
1: first very step. Yeah. And that's can states point. hold out without yeah. that federal aid? Because it's going to be like, you're going to have to agree with us or you don't get your federal aid. Let me, I want to
0: flesh this out. Let the audience listening to, to give, give them uh, a a kind of an an analogy to understand what you're saying. Uh, The perfect analogy is HOV lanes. Now, here's where I'm going with this to uh, um, prove your point or show everybody what your point is. Because that is a great point. I hadn't thought of that. Because the federal government feeds so much money to the states that want, if they, if they take that money away, you're right, how do the state survive? And the HOV analogy is, it has been study after study after study have shown, shown that HOV lanes aren't really that effective. But the federal government goes to these cities and goes to these states and say, you will install HOV lanes or we will not give you federal funds for your roads. So they basically shake down. They hold the state hostage. You build these HOV lanes or you don't get this money. And the states cannot not take that money. They need that money to maintain their roads. So right. that's, a, that's a great point because where I was thinking is they're going to stack the courts, the, the left. And what they'll do is they'll water down the Constitution because they need two-thirds of the Senate to amend the Constitution or two-thirds of the state legislatures. And they don't have either of those. Now, one can argue they're, they're going to buy the Senate. They'll, they'll buy some of the Republican senators. But you're right. They don't have the states because the majority of state legislatures are Republican, but that's a great point. They're going to shake them down. They're absolutely going to do that.
1: Yes. So they're going to do that. Um, Now, can they, can the States hold out? Texas has bragged several times, multiple times, even during the Obama administration, that they're an independent state. Yeah. Yeah. Can you be an independent state without that federal aid? Can you survive without that federal aid?
0: I don't think the majority of them can.
1: There's, if they're going to implement communism, that means that the jobs are going to be controlled by the state. Mm-hmm. So what they're yeah. going to do that says your state, because you come from this state and your state hasn't um, conformed to our ways and has not signed the you know the communist contract, let's just say, yeah. and they haven't agreed to do any of this, we're not going to hire you. So your family is going to starve. So it comes, it comes to the point to where you're broken. Uh They're going to break you in these horrible ways, just like you saw in Nazi Germany and communist Russia. And you're not going to have a choice because your choice is do I starve for pride or do Uh I go ahead and just do what they say, survive one more day, and um
0: because if you're in pain it's going to
1: come down to that it's going to come down and that's scary it's very scary because especially for me as a historian because it's like i see this i see this what's going to happen they they already said multiple times that the the elderly have no they don't want the elderly to hear they don't want them it's a they're um what do they call it A, a um you know they deprive the state from the wealth so they're a drain of
0: resources yeah
1: they're a drain of resources and so the elderly are all automatically eliminated
0: so i got a question for you um you seem to be very versed in russia uh i I saw that on your website as well so here i found the eight steps Uh, and i'm gonna i want to go over these and i want to ask you where is russia uh, in your opinion, also, where do you think China is? You know, it's it's deep bondage to great faith. That's the start. Once you're in bondage, you you, know, you go to great faith. Great faith produces great courage. This is this is a cycle of every nation that's ever been on planet Earth that's ever existed. This is the cycle they all go through: us from courage to freedom, from freedom to abundance, from abundance to apathy, from apathy to dependence, and from dependence to bondage. I believe we're heading into dependence we're there our our foot's independence right now and our other foot is coming out of apathy here in america and people don't see this they're going to start with this is like that 600 snippet that the government gave you for covid this is all starting that's where i believe america is where's where do you think russia is at this point in those in this cycle
1: um that's a good question (laughs) um you know putin already said that he was going to step down yeah. And this year. This is his last year. He's yeah, but do you really are, believe that? I
0: mean, this is Putin. He's he's been in charge. Yeah, recently. I
1: do. Yeah. I I there's nothing about Putin that I just think that he's just evil. Yeah. Um, there is a think reason he's corrupt.
0: Why. I'm not sure. I, I
1: believe so. Every government is. Yeah. But what he's doing for the people is something that you never saw before in Russia. Mm-hmm. Rebuilding yeah. the statues that Stalin tore down renaming streets.
0: So why, wait a minute, why, um, well, wait wait, wait, hold on. Well Russia Russia's rebuilding their statues and we're tearing ours down.
1: Yes, we're that, tearing ours that's down that's actually
0: happening. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's actually
1: happening. And Putin started rebuilding statues during the Obama administration. Huh. Um he started renaming streets.
0: So I guess the question um, is who's who are the statues? Even, who's he building the statues in honor of? I mean, obviously uh, linen, Romanoff, he re-
1: he's rebuilding the, all the Romanov statues he's implemented the um, Russian Orthodox Church again
0: interesting
1: rebuilt the ch- the R- Russian Orthodox churches he's um people don't don't pay attention to these things um, they want to make Russia look like a bad guy um he's also uh He's also like right. Currently, there is a female that works the transit trains. That's yeah. never been heard of before. She's the first one. Uh, they're they're really now. There's still a lot. If you go to their website, if, if if you want to immigrate to Russia, there's a lot of a lot of red tape still there yeah. from communist Russia. But he's starting somewhere. He's starting build the infrastructure he's starting to do there's even um you know all the aristocratic history that was destroyed by stalin he's rebuilding that people are trying to learn how they how they socialized in ballrooms and ballroom dancing has become the the new trend in russia
0: so Um, what i'm very popular so what i'm hearing is from courage to freedom Right. And, and and if you have any, if you can shoot me some links on this, I would love to read on this. But here's yeah. another another point: is our gas prices in the United States are going to go sky high? We, for the first time under President Trump, have been energy independent in the in I don't know how long, but I know and it may have been in the history of America, but it's definitely within a, the last four or five decades, and what? we. <laughs> But Joe Biden uh, has already said on day one, he's going to do a lot on day one. He keeps saying day one. He's going to shut down the XL pipeline. That is a gift to Russia because their largest um, uh, ex- their, their, oil is one of their biggest uh, exports. Oil is huge for them. And we've actually hurt their commerce by being energy independent and because we 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 now i don't we won't very soon um, send more oil out to other nations than anybody else in the world that's all going to change and russia is going to get paid because of this because what a lot of leftists don't like to realize is the world uh, the economic engine of the world runs on energy and 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 oil is still a big component of that and R- russia is about to just have a huge boom again they had it under the obama administration and trump took it away by making us energy independent so you've got when i'm listening to you i'm hearing courage to freedom and, and uh, now freedom leads to abundance that that's at the peak of any society and right. uh, this, is, this is fascinating i mean, you know yeah. it's funny because they vilify so much i'm sorry go ahead and say that again
1: it's a huge change it's a huge shift that what we're seeing and this has been a gradual shift this is yeah. not just that happens overnight And I've been really paying attention because I love Russian history. I I find it very fascinating, just like German history. And so I've been really paying attention to her current events. When you hear all the horror stories of Russia, like, is that really going on? And I'd look into Russian news and um, Russian um, uh, newspapers and websites and you see that that's not necessarily true. That what we're yeah. saying is what they're saying, and then you start digging and you realize, okay, Russia's really because there's footage of these these streets being named Russian renamed a street after Trump.
0: Yeah, it
1: was so, you know it was we went from Communist Street to Trump Street. Yep. you know, um, and I think that street was named after Stalin. To be honest with you, so huh. he renamed that that. Street. Wow. That used to be from Stalin to Trump. This is the this is the legacy of Putin and here it is we're doing the complete opposite. Wow. So we're we're actually we're actually taking what Stalinist Russia did and we're implementing our own society while Putin is taking our old our old traditions and implementing them into Russia. Wow. And why Russia is an enemy is because she's going to end up being the new capitalist. She's going to be the new America.
0: And nothing. And this
1: is not going to set well with, because um, you look after the, you have to look at the generation that yeah. despises yeah. Russia. That generation grew up in the cold war.
0: That's true. Yeah. So
1: they still have this mentality that Russia is the bad guy. Yep. And, and it's kind of weird to see because they're taking everything that they, they learned and study of Russia and they're implementing it in our own society.
0: Well, and also nothing happens in a vacuum in politics. People like to think things happen, happenstance, but the left is very methodical. They play the long game. They, what you're saying, they know this. So now what yes. they have to do is they have to vilify Russia just like they vilify the right. Russia's right. the boogeyman. Russia, Russia, Russia.
1: They're gonna create a division between the United States and Russia. Yeah. And this division is going to probably cause a lot of issues. It won't be us
0: yeah.
1: um doing embargoes against Russia. It will be Russia doing embargoes against us. Yeah, last
0: night. Last night I watched the movie 1984 and uh-huh. I couldn't sleep, so I watched 1984. Well, how about that for a film to watch when you can't sleep? Uh, All the- right. Needless to say, the, you know, it was pretty dystopian. It's pretty dark. It's pretty bleak. We're not there. And I don't think we'll get to that bleak landscape that you saw in the movie or the novel, 1984. But the, 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 the groundwork is there for the thought police, for, you know, because what the movie really highlighted is how the government basically just lies and propagandizes everything to make you believe one way. And if you don't believe that way, you're re-educated.
1: Right. And you are camps. Yeah. And basically, what that means is that we're going to break your will. We're going to break your yeah. spirit.
0: Yeah. We're
1: going to terrorize you to the point to where you lose your mind, yeah. and that way you won't be a problem for society. You You'll won't live be. In fear. You won't be the leader to rise up. Yeah. To. <laughs> To fight against us, and basically that's what re-education means. Yep. This what this is reason why Hitler, uh, him, sorry, Hillary called us deplorables. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all funny and funny when she first said that back in the um, what was it, two thousand eight, two thousand yeah. yeah. nine? Can't remember. It was all fun and games then, but then you you connect it to what's going on now, and it's like wow, she started this calling us yeah. deplorables. We, basically what she says is that we were the rats. Yeah. We were yeah. the you're subhumans. Exactly right. exactly so she right. made that term early in then.
0: Yeah.
1: And everybody yeah. kind of made fun of it. Like we're, we're, we're proud of it because we we, we took it to right. that we are the ones that were the opposite. We were the ones that were the problem. We were the ones that were going to go against the yeah. left ideology. So we took pride in that. Well, now that you're seeing this shift, it's like, Wow, this is really serious now. This is not just some comment that she made. This was get ready, get ready for the concentration camps, get ready for the deportations. Um, Where one of the articles that you read was a lawyer stating that all Republican children should be stripped from our homes.
0: Yeah, I saw that. You're
1: right. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, Why? Why would you want children yeah. be stripped from Jewish and Christian homes?
0: And you know what a lot of people on the right don't get, and Fox News is a perfect example of this, is they think they can make friends with them. They can't. It's not enough that Fox now has dropped in the ratings. They want to continue to destroy Fox News. And now it's not enough that they, they're destroying Fox News. Now they're going after Newsmax and AONN. And because you, can, you cannot compromise with the left. You cannot try to also be Germany, friends.
1: In Nazi Germany, there was a newspaper. Um, um, I can't remember the newspaper's name. But there was this um, uh, a reporter. Yeah. And he wrote against Hitler and what Hitler was doing. And the Gestapo came. And for those that don't know the Gestapo, the the Gestapo is the CIA of Nazi Germany. And the Gestapo came to this particular newspaper, arrested him, and never told his wife, didn't know what, she had no idea what happened to him. All she knows is that she was arrested by the government. Three months later, she received a package, and when she opened it, there was bloody broken glasses of his that he wore. Yeah. And that's all she, that's all she got. It's these type of things that the left is capable of. It's these type of things that communist Russia did. It's these type of things that Nazi Germany continue to do. Yeah. It's the things that you see in uh, uh, Cuba.
0: Now I'm going to put a different face on it. it. Is, uh, you're absolutely right. These are the type of things we saw in yeah. communist Russia, Nazi Germany. But here's the, here's the face to put on it and this is what I think everyone needs to realize. These are things human beings are capable of doing because yes. we have done it. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is the scary. Part. So, you know, you go through that eight cycles, right? We're going into dependence. Next is bondage. I don't know if there's a way to break out of it. I, I don't know if there's a secret sauce. I don't know. And I guess really the big question is, and I'm not versed enough in this in history, has a nation ever gotten to the point of bondage and and turned, turned the cycle around.
1: Well, you look at Nazi Germany, let's just because they yeah. had the biggest resistance. And the biggest resistance during the height of Nazi Germany was in France. Yeah. They, they held the biggest resistance. They were hard to break, they were hard to infiltrate, and it, they gave the Gestapo and the SS a lot of grief. Yeah. So kudos to the resistance in France. So you're going to have resistant movements. Absolutely. The thing is they're not going to be the reason why they won. And the reason why Nazi Germany fell was because America was there.
0: Exactly. So
1: our resistance is like, who's going to support our resistance. If we're not going to have, and of course, just like with any resistance, you're going to have a infiltrators. You're going to have the traitors. We have leaders already betrayed us that had already betrayed president Trump that already be following. The left ideology, why are they doing this? Why are they turning into turncoats? That's what I call them. This is the term yeah. that we use, what we used in a revolutionary war, uh, talking about the colonists turning into coats yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. So what has happened is, is they're probably threatened. They're probably very, very fearful of their own lives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of the power behind um, the left. Because what you see, what happened when Hitler became chancellor and when he became the Führer of Germany, the very first thing he r- got removed and destroyed was the uh, the old regime. Mm-hmm. So anybody that supported the old Kaisers and their ideology was was eliminated. Yeah, that were sounds familiar. It sounds
0: like it sounds like stuff I see in the news today. Yes. Hmm.
1: And, <laughs> and and then they go after and then they go after the news reporters yeah. so everybody's very scared they're gonna they're going to especially katie curry i was very shocked oh. when i heard her say that i was like mm-hmm. oh i wasn't
0: uh, she said stupid stuff, i, I like was i way. was
1: just like you know yeah. she was there and saw 9-11 yeah and everybody has like totally forgot this yeah. Yeah. How we united and 9-11 yeah. um and these divisions with the propaganda, she—I was just really shocked that she well, was the very one of the Katie, very first one.
0: Katie Couric is the epitome of a useful idiot. She she is bought into the propaganda because yes, in her mind, yes. we are deplorables. We are the rats. We are not human, so we should be reprogrammed. She is the epitome of the useful yes. idiot. And it's it's scary how many of them are out there.
1: And my, my question is, as I want to say, what do you mean by reprogram? What do you mean I know, right? by re-education? <laughs> yes. Because my meaning, where I'm going with this, is that it wasn't a good thing yeah. in Nazi Germany. When they classified you as special, that you need special treatment, Yeah. that meant that you were going to go and you're going to be arrested and that you were going to be experimented on. Uh by by sadistic doctors like horrible Lincoln.
0: things. Yeah, horrible yes. things in Nazi Germany. And then if yes. you look at Russia, you know, you got sent to what is it, Siberia?
1: You got yes, sent, the yeah. gulags.
0: Yeah. So that's what if that's what they mean by reprogramming. And then if you watch that movie nineteen eighty four, uh there's a scene in there with Richard Burton and John Hurt, the two lead characters, where uh, John Hurt is the deplorable in the scene, in the movie, being reprogrammed. And it's vicious. I mean, it's just it vicious what they put him through. And it goes it, like it, another movie that... Not, yeah, and the then article
1: came out not too long ago with China. Yeah. And China had sterilized all these women. Lim- it was yep. a, di- a different ethnic group. I'm not really familiar with Chinese history as much as I am with with uh, <clears throat> German Germany and Russia but they had sterilized these women in horrible ways and they were horribly hurt to the point to where they they didn't have a soul. I mean, I don't want to go through that. I don't want my children to go through that. So to promote it, why are we even backing it? Why are we haven't not had enough backing from the left to say, Hey, this is, this is getting pretty scary because not all Democrats are socialists. Not all Democrats are wanting, um, uh, or wanting to, uh, to see this happen to our country. Yeah. There's, a, but I've only met a few on Twitter, just three, literally three. in the days that have been on Twitter, only three, who said, I'm not supporting the, 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 this censorship. Few. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not supporting it. They're you know, you have a world like I have, but that's only three out of how many. You go on to Trump's new army and you read those comments, it's like only three and, and when, out of and all those comments. They're the I ones mean, that
0: created funny. the Trump's new army thing. This is not anything that's been created by a group. It's them. They created it. Yes, and so they created their boogeyman.
1: They, they, And it's horrible what they're saying yeah. on there. I mean, it's, I, it's like um, death to the Republicans. It's I, crazy.
0: I'll tell you what, this is what's going to happen, too, because uh, Trump's social media has been shut off, so we haven't heard from Trump. So the left needs somebody. They need an evil boogeyman. And I, I talked about this on my show the other day. They're actually starting to attack each other. Uh, Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe attacked Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter, basically saying they should be shut down. Because they're now saying, wait a minute, you guys allowed this to happen, the deplorables to do this, the rats. So now they're attacking them. And that's that to me is probably the most amazing thing about all of this is they don't realize, you know, there's that old fable, you know, that old Jewish fable is when I can't remember it, but it ends with, and then they came for me. I stood by, did nothing while they came for the butcher. I stood by, did nothing while they came for this person. And then they came for me. And I was yes. surprised, and it's going to happen. I used to talk yes. about the frog in the hot, the the boiling water parable. We're past that. Now we're in the right. they came for me parable.
1: Now we realize. Now we realize our legs are cut off, and then we yeah. can't we can't go anywhere. Now we're realizing what Hillary Clinton meant when she called us deplorables. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a slip of the tongue. This so, was. This was our, I th- believe that was the warning.
0: Laying the groundwork. They've been laying the groundwork for years because you're right. They're very, very methodical. You know, th- and what's going-
1: they're not hiding it at all. I mean, oh, it is no, out there in your face slapping you. And <clears throat> that's what I find is scary because, you know, our crystal night was this summer. This, this, our crystal night, which is the night of the broken glass. Yeah. That was the riots that you saw in D.C. with BLM, Hmm. with the tumbling of the statues. That was our broken glass.
0: Yeah, they. um, I mean, they even defaced a uh, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan statue in Austin. Well, did
1: you hear what they did over the weekend? They tumbled a Martin Luther King statue. Did they? They I did not
0: hear that a Martin (laughs) Luther King statue. A
1: Martin Luther King statue.
0: Doesn't and I'm like, me. so
1: it has nothing to do, has nothing to do with white supremacy. It has to do with the destruction of American history. It has to do with the destruction of our traditions. Huh. We don't want any memory of this. We want a whole new memory. We want a different, we're, we're going on a different path here that is just, it's unreal.
0: It really is. I think when they, tumbled, I, they, I,
1: when they tumbled the Martin Luther King statue, it's like, okay. God, I now it that. really that pissed is. a lot of people off.
0: <laughs> well, I, 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 I tweeted out a article today too, and I don't think I can find it where, Here it is. The, a WAPO um, op-ed blames uh, all this on multiracial whiteness. So even if you are a minority, if you are black, you're Latino, Asian, whatever, and you support Trump, now you are multiracial whiteness. They're just creating terms to mm-hmm. keep people in these baskets uh, of the
1: anger, to keep them yeah. thinking we are racist. Well, and to keep um, them from
0: questioning wait a minute, how come there's a black guy over here supporting Trump when you're telling me it's only white supremacist? Well, that's because that's multiracial whiteness right
1: there. Let me take my favorite video of this whole entire 2020 issue. My favorite video is when everybody went down to California, to Beverly Hills, California. And yeah. they, uh, the of course, our media didn't film it. So individuals were filming it on their GoPros. And there's this one guy that was filming. And it was a gay man who had a gay flag in one hand and a Trump flag on the other. And he had an American mm-hmm. t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is what America's about. That is who America is. It is. It is you as an individual standing for what you believe is right and that you have the right to stand beside the most conservative individual that you can. And then ahead of him was a group of Jewish young men. They're probably young college men, uh, probably 18, 19, 20 years old. And they had the Jewish flag, the Israeli flag, along with the American flag. And they were marching together in Beverly Hills, chanting Trump 2020. That is America. That is when you know that you're on the right, the right side of things, because I want to be right next to that black man and that Jewish man and that gay man promoting freedom of speech, promoting our rights. That's the people that I want to support. And that's the people I want to support me.
0: Well, and that's how we survive as a nation.
1: Best, it was the best video I've ever seen. It huh. it just literally just it shook me to the core because I'm like, that's what it is about. It's about you and your freedoms. Well, well
0: Jenny, I think on that note we're going to wrap it up because um, that's a phenomenal note to leave it on. I think you are absolutely right. Phenomenal, just a great discussion. Uh, I agree. I, I you you put some, you had I had some light bulbs go off I had some aha moments because now I see why they're vilifying Russia you know I thought oh they're just using Russia but no no that's all part of the game plan it's all part of it all and the, the, you know it's look over here while we do this over there so just and uh, it's going to
1: cause uh, real quickly just to just let just a little thought yeah. here just to process it all it's going to cause the divisions between China and Russia. Yeah, They're going to start, there's going to be a division there between those two, and it's going to cause a lot of heat. So we're looking for that to happen, because that's what's going to happen, is China, because for years and years and years, Russia and China have been an ally. And now we're going to see a huge split, and it's going to cause a rift between the two countries.
0: I. I completely can see it. I really, and you know, it's history in the making. I mean, history always repeats itself. And uh, I think the um, people aren't paying attention. You're right. Who's going to help us? I never even thought of that. Never even thought, because we've been so independent for so long. I mean, I love history. I go, you know, especially like around World War II history and how this country became the superpower because of what happened during that time in history. What how this country became so powerful during the Industrial Revolution, and mm-hmm. you never think that America is going to need assistance from somebody else. But yet, here we are. And who is here we it? Are. Yeah, it's not yeah, going to be Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it
1: won't be England. Well, England hell, it could falling. be Mexico
0: because Mexico gets it. If you look it seems at
1: the whole entire Western world—they're all seeing this. We're all yeah. seeing police brutality. We're yeah. all seeing this this destruction of Western ideas. Yeah. This Western, the Western world's not going to be the same anymore. It's it's already shifting to what America is. I mean, it's already happening in England. It's yep. happening in Ireland. It's happening in Scotland. It's happening in Germany. It's happening in Germany. Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, Merkel's stepping down. Did you know, know. that? Yeah, I saw He's
0: that. stepping
1: down. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're in a huge political shift. And yeah. when you have a huge political shift like this, where you have the social issues on top of all these individuals stepping down, all the people that stepped down in Italy, yeah. Yeah. It, it's going to put in new world leaders. I, and I how you.
0: A a country to watch as a a potential player is Hungary. Hungary's making some very positive moves to freedom. And they're Mm -hmm. rejecting a lot of uh, this totalitarianism that's, that's eking its way all over Europe. So. Which is great. Yeah. I mean,
1: because I I think that um, I think it will help um, reinforce Poland's freedoms too. Yeah. And I think that what we're going to see is that in the East, and we're going to see a huge rise in capitalism and a huge rise in, in freedoms and humanitarian freedoms. Yep. And while the Western world falls and that's going to be. Yep. That's never happened. We've Western world has never fell.
0: Well, and so know,
1: it's just going to be a very interesting moment.
0: You know, all these pl- all these um, uh, useful idiots here in America, don't worry, the government will give you what you deserve. But then again, yeah, that's the scary the part bullshit. yeah, that's the scary part. Uh, <laughs> your scary. website is uh jenny I dot com so mm-hmm. uh, encourage everybody to go visit it you got I thought I liked your article by the way, you put up but um um uh stalin's lovers or something i am paraphrasing uh, I next, it. uh, it's, uh, marxist
1: letters. yeah marxist I'm reading letters. a book called uh the portable Karl Marx yeah. And I'm going through that, the chapters step-by-step to try to teach. It's kind of hard to teach on a blog because yeah. you really don't know who your audience is. And to try to teach, okay, this is who Marx was <coughs> as an individual. Yeah. Why are we following him? Why are we exactly. supporting him? Exactly. And that's it, basically what the blog's about.
0: So I, I thought it was fascinating. So uh, thank you very much for coming on. We got, we're going to chat more.
1: Uh, it, hey,
0: come back on it was, uh, I, I love this kind of conversation and I think I, I, it was very enlightening uh, like I said I had a couple of light bulbs that went off and again if everybody wants to um, visit Jenny Jenny Kirby History and it's J-E-N-I-K-I-R-B-Y and of course the word history.com they can reach out and you've got a um, blog on there you've got a podcast on there and a number of articles on there too So, so very well done
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me on your
0: show. All right. Well, thank you very much. Hang on. Don't go away just yet. But thanks again for visiting the PBL Podcast Politics and Brown Liquor. And I'll put all your information as well in my show notes as well. Again, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you.